Team Danthea. Um, hey, baby. Hi, my love. And how are we this evening? Impatient. Yes, very much so. So, um, why are you impatient? Waiting on because we have a random. Life. Waiting for you to get your technological life together. Yeah, um, we having issues this evening, but we got together. We got your uh. Got your Google on and figure some things out when we got together. I'm his helpmate, y'all. So now we're just going to roll right into the show. So this evening, we're going to be talking about the importance of having a wise counsel when it comes to your marriage. Having people around you who can objectively give you advice and support support in having a support framework for your marriage. Yes. You know, support what you're going through, support those uh, rough times, support those times when you two are kind of bumping heads a little bit, or you two are just looking for a outside person to see if you all are staying on track with what you plan to do, have set to do or want to do. Within your marriage and within your love life. Yes. Yeah, you so down there. <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> so, um, my perspective is I think it's very important. I think a lot of times we get stuck in our own ways. You get stuck on proving your point or proving your right or just trying to be the dominant one in that moment. So sometimes you need somebody from the outside who can say, yes, you're wrong, or yes, you're right, or you're not seeing it from this perspective. Or just to really be like, just call you on your uh, foolishness and be like, you are really being a butthole right now. And there's no need for you to be acting the way you're acting. You're taking it too personal or you're taking it too literal. And you just need to... Submit or step back or yield, whichever uh, word or version you want to use. And sometimes it takes that person, but it has to be somebody wise, intelligent. Uh, No, I don't know what word you want to use. Like I said, said, I'm not sure which word to use, but it has to be somebody who can provide some sound advice. No, it don't because... Let me tell you something, and I know we're not going to pick on each other's friendship groups, but you have some unwise counsel in your midst. I don't. I have very wise counsel. You you believe they're unwise, but have very wise counsel. I didn't say everybody. But really, the people that I really, I I guess, rock with. Oh, wait, let, with. Me, let, me, let me say, because this is an example. 
You ever had a friend where you say some ignorant stuff in front of them and they go, yeah. And because it's them and they agree to it, you automatically know you wrong. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It don't always have to be that the person has wisdom to give you what you need. Sometimes when somebody's in the wrong spirit and you know that ain't their strong suit, they flawed in that area, and you say something to them and they wholeheartedly agree with you on the issue, it kind of gives you that uncomfortable feeling like we, we don't agree most of the time in this area. So for you to agree and be like, yeah, it's like, mm, I should probably rethink where I stand on this issue because mm, that's not his strong suit. And for him to be saying, yeah, that's that's because, I mean, I have certain girlfriends that if I say something to them and they be like, yeah, girl, because this is I'm like, mm, see, you be fighting with your husband about the same thing. And if you saying amen, I already know that I'm probably wrong. Let me humble myself and go work this out with my husband before you know, we be kin with the same problem yeah. in our marriage. That's true. That's why I said it ain't always about wise counsel. It's just having people around to rub up against to refine where you are. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Because... Yeah. You know, I Dan says all his people are wise, but I'm gonna tell you, I got some straight ignorant folks when I say around me that have some strong opinions about stuff, and yeah. they be dead wrong. Yeah, but that doesn't when I when I say why has to be some people that have, even if they got strong opinions about stuff and be dead wrong, they still have some sense. They're not complete idiots, and that's what I mean. Like they, it, you, we have people around us who. While certain topics they may they may be on some BS, they still got some good sense. Like we, neither one of us have complete ignorant friends, right? But that we have some friends that have completely ignorant perspectives on certain things. Yes. And what I'm saying is, when that person in their ignorant perspective looks at you and goes, "Bruh, I feel you. You was yes. right. You was right. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be feeling bad about that, man. You right." And it makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up because you know they ignorant in that area. It automatically says, you know what? I'm going to just stop talking about my wife to this dude because in this no. area, he, he he don't. Nah, he, he be missing the mark. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all I'm that saying is. That don't mean is, they all bad, but. Yeah, that's all I'm saying is that they the people we have around, so there's some people who have completely ignorant friends. Mm. I have friends who their friends are complete idiots, and I'm like, why do you hang out with this person? Because they are a complete idiot. Like they can't give you advice on absolutely anything. Mm. Why are you? Why are you friends with them? They go, oh, that's just a homie from from way back. We just cool. Like I don't really pay attention to them like that, but you know, we just be kicking it. I don't think either one of us have those type of people around us that are just completely idiots. Like you said, they have some ignorant views on some stuff. And we do have people where if we say something to them and they agree, we be like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm tripping. Because if you agree with me, I'm I'm tripping. Because yes. I know how you get down. I know what you feel about it. So right. I know, I know I'm wrong in that situation. Yes. 
So I see. I get what you're saying. Maybe wise is not the right word. I'm just saying you. You need people around you. Just that. Aren't. Every couple needs to be surrounded by diverse support. Yes. Like every every couple needs to be friends with other couples. Yes. Every couple needs um, to be friends with women that perhaps don't have um, a husband. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, people with kids, people without kids, people that are white, people that are, you know, of different ethnicities and, and races and cultures. And, I mean, we don't do a really good job of diversifying the the cultural the backgrounds <laughs> of our circle, but I think it's mostly because if we were to give our relationship a, like if we were to label it introvert or extrovert, which one would our relationship be? Us as a couple. I think as a couple, we're probably more introverted than anything else. Because we don't, even when we, even when we interact with, with other couples and groups, we interact with them in a social setting and then it ends there. Yeah, very much so. And then our close knit group of friends are typically our individual friends. Yeah. So, and you know, I think it's really important because I like, I think about, okay, so. Let's see the areas, the diversity of our our, our support group. We have um, <laughs> we have <laughs> we have older couples that we can go to. Yeah, if we had you know questions like you know, as we get older and things start to change and people start to change and they've been through that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, going from young woman to the different levels of this stuff, right? Um, so. We have that, right? Um, we don't. Do we have a us couple like a, our age? No, not close. Not not near us. Not, not near physically us. near us. Not physically near us. No, no, no. Nope. And we have a younger couple that's yeah. near us. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna leave it right there, and then we're gonna we have a we have a couple of those, and then we have a a lot of females around us. Yeah, and then we have a male. No, I'm just playing. We got a couple males, but they're not like over often. No, and so you brought up the fact that you know. For the sake of like when we disagree, you can go to your respective corners and somebody can kind of come in the middle and referee, right? But the, I think there's also a lot of value in like not even communicating, but just being in the presence of other other people that that act like a litmus to your relationship. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we'll be together in a social environment and they'll make observations. <coughs> they'll make observations about us that'll make us look at ourselves and go, and then we'll talk about it later. They were like, Oh, y'all are like this, 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 or they were like, you know what, Anthea, you always do such and such and such. And Dan always does this, this, and then we'll, 
talk about it later and like be like, babe, does that I never considered that or But I think a lot of that a lot of that aspect has to do with we're um we're very kind of open. Not even open, that's not the right word. We're we're ourselves a lot. So when we're around people and where we're doing stuff, we don't put on a show, we don't do anything special, we just continue to live our lives so people can see us in our quote unquote natural habitat. People can see us for who we are. It's not like when there's people around or when something's going on where oh we got company or oh, we're doing this, let's let's love each other to death. Oh, I know what you're saying. Like let's um, love each other to death. Oh let's oh if you're in the kitchen or if I'm in the kitchen, one of us is not, can I help you? Can we do this? Can we do that? Yeah, can we, we do, don't put we a don't, lot of, okay, so I think what you're trying to say is we don't put a lot of stock we don't, in the opinions of others as it relates to, that would put uh, that would put enough pressure on us for us to be on our best behavior, for instance. Yeah, like we don't. Like, because we will straight argue in front of somebody else. Like, yeah. And if there's an issue, you and I will stop everything that's going on, have a conversation about it, resolve it, yeah. and then get back to the party. Yeah, and I think a lot of times couples will, will they're putting on we're a couple show, mm. and we don't put on a we're a couple show. We just so people can see us and say, "Oh yeah, like you said, oh this this way and dance this way, or he does this and she does that." You think our friends would agree with us? Yeah, they know good and well. <laughs> we don't want to. They know good and well. We just be like it's just another day, like. And but I think that uh, that has a lot to do with the level of um, comfort we have with our friends and the people that be around us. Yeah, but I mean, we do that even when we're not around our friends. Like in my mind, I'm thinking like when we went on that cruise and we went to the, we went to the port and then we went up to that um, that bar where they were serving like food and drinks, and we met that other couple, <coughs> and we are very like. Friendly, get to know each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't. Okay, okay. I do. Oh man, mm. something had to happen. I'm like, I'm coughing like crazy. Oh, okay. Well, you made me completely forget my train <laughs> of thought with that. <laughs> Just, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's how saying when we're out, we will meet people, and we're friendly to the point where sometimes I worry that people think we're swingers or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we are, we're not like walk up in your space and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm, my name's Anthea, and this is my husband Dan. What are you guys up to? It's more like. You know, we'll make an observation, we'll start joking, and the next thing you know, we're having a whole conversation and a good time. Which is, um, with people, which is how it should be. I mean, and I think we just, I really think we just, we, we do a good job at just being us and just being and just letting our, um, our personalities and our relationships shine through. Like, I don't think we have to do that. And I think part of it probably has to do with the people who we confide in, who can tell us and keep us true to who we are. Like, nobody can ever say, nobody ever says to us, 
you guys don't love each other enough or you guys don't like why y'all not touching each other? Why you not holding hands? Like nobody can ever say that. People always just look at us like, boy, he love you. Boy, you love him. Like that's all people can ever say. Because we keep people around us that will let us know when we're off. So how do you properly support a couple? How you properly support them? Yeah, like like you like, know you know um, like a lot like. At our age group, there's a lot of men and women, if they're not already in a marriage, they're either planning for it, wanting it, or on their way. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, I, I don't know a lot of people that choose to be single. I know a lot of people that say, I want to be single because their prior failures have been so hurtful that wanting it is a shot to their pride. Yeah. And then there are those who um, are so caught up in their behaviors that they can't change, that they just don't think they would be capable of maintaining a monogamous type of relationship or at least finding someone who would be down for what their ideals are. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So in my personal world, I don't have a lot of those people in it. And that might just be because... I don't have anything in common with someone who wants to live a isolated kind of um, lone ranger kind of life. I just, that's just not my, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, we don't have, you know. Nah, um, I think most of, I think most of the people around us, they want, they want more. So therefore it benefits them being around us. People who people who really be on their, like you said, Lone Ranger and really just want to be for the streets, as they say, those people really don't hang around us because it's just like, man, y'all, y'all in love. I ain't got time for <laughs> watching y'all be in love. <laughs> like, Well, you know what? I do have a couple friends that have, like, non-conventional Mindsets about relationships Like I have some friends that believe in polyamory I have a few friends that Believe um, that Monogamy 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 is not a um, Construct that people can actually Stick to Stick to or were Or that humans weren't meant to be Monogamous So I have a lot of those uh, Philosophical theoretical geniuses um, I'm not even going to argue with them. I'm not going to go back and forth because it usually turns into like whatever you believe as your value system is where you draw your lines. And mine is oftentimes a religious line. You get what I'm saying? And we're probably of different beliefs. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, I mean, still friends. It's just we don't, we agree, don't agree on, on that. that. So if that's it. not your goal, I'm not trying to push uh, couple life or married life on anybody, no. But I'm married, mm-hmm. and so that's a part of who I am. And mm-hmm. so when people ask me who I am, um, they're gonna say things about what they do. So some people might mention their job. They might mention the, how many kids they got, and people are like, but that's not who you are. And they try to get all philosophical. Yes, it is. What you do consistently over time and the things that you're impassioned about and the things that you give yourself over to as it relates to time, time and energy and energy is 
um, a reflection of what's in your heart. And what's in your heart is basically who you are. So when I think about couples and I think about married couples, you think about how do you support a mar- how do you support a couple? Um, because so many people are getting in relationships and you see them lose their friendships when their their friend gets married. But I I think a lot of times when people when you lose friends when you get married, it's because the life you were living with that friend is incompatible with marriage. Yes, that was your that was your friend for that style of life you were living. They weren't your yeah your you got true a new friend. Theme song. Yeah, they weren't your true friend. They were your friend based on the style, the style no, of life. No, that's you were living. not true though. Yeah, you could. That could be your no, ride or die. Because so. if because though because if it's your ride or die, you're still going to be friends. Even if you get married, you might you may change the way y'all hang out, but you're still going to be friends. There's people who once they get married, they no longer even associate with that person. Yeah, but the, the, this is the thing. What I'm saying is, even the closest of friends, marriage has broken some. And it, and y'all miss me with the foolishness. Oh, they jealous. They just not. It's not always that. It's that when you get married, oftentimes your priorities change, mm-hmm. and your lifestyle has to change as a result of those priorities. Yes. And it doesn't mean that the person didn't care and weren't friends and all of that. It's just that. As my lifestyle change, your best friend usually takes two or three seats back behind all of those things that marriage brings. They take a back seat to your husband. They oftentimes take a back seat to your free time. You know what I'm saying? Like your free time is no longer just like you don't have as much of it. Yeah, but that's not that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. What I'm talking about is that friend who that was your club hangout with. Oh, but going, that's not your. But, but that's why I said sometimes that's not your. Those, those don't be they. That don't be. No. That's your friend for that style of life you're living. That wasn't your true friend. That was your seasonal friend. Your true friend, even if they take a, a back seat to some things, that's still your true friend. If you yeah. call them, and be like, hey, I need to talk. They're there for yeah. you to talk to. No, I'm not talking about seasonal friends because you know that was your friend for whole season. <laughs> that's you, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. The season of. Uh, a marriage It's time to yeah, move on that, That's what I'm talking <laughs> Not about Not even a season But you, you've given up The seasons for a, a more consistent thing So You know Yeah that's what I'm talking about Them people who You completely lose them Because you're no longer living The life that they That you were living together Now that's their life And now your life Is something completely different But the same rule applies To your best friends Yeah but your best friend it's You're going to take it's going a back to adapt, and they're going yeah, they're to going to take a back seat now. Be understanding, yeah. Now they're not going to call you on a on a Saturday night like, hey, what was popping tonight? They right. might call you on a Sunday afternoon, but like, hey, you know, you go, you with the kids today, you with the wife today, you with the husband. Yeah. No, are you able to go grab someone? No. Oh, all right then. You know, how's everything going? Like, they'll it'll be that type of conversation. Yeah. But I mean, it is like a little bit of a mourning period when. Your, you know, your your ride or die, your your ace boom coon. Settles down because the availability, like you're officially backseat. You officially a third wheel, bro. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that's a I think that's a male female thing. Maybe. 
I think it's a bad faith there because because a dude is be like, no, I tell you about because some dudes both get upset. Yeah, but I think the dudes that get upset are the ones who who th- that was that was their wingman, and now they realize. Oh now now when I go out I have to go in these streets by myself. I no longer have mm-hmm. that person to come in the streets and kick it with me. Yeah, I forgot I can't fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's what it be. And I think a lot of times, especially from um from a male perspective, it's like a lot of guys they don't they don't mature to the point of like you're married now, you're gonna be at the house with a the wife. They're like, God dog. You can't come out again. You ain't going out again. This it, it's it's one of those things. Like, man, you supposed to be running your house. It, it turns into one of those things. Yeah, I, know, I know. It turns into one of those things. You supposed to be running your house. Why you ain't coming out? So I think so. It's not only a, it's only only a, a female thing. It goes both ways. I think it's just displayed in different ways. Yeah. So it's probably displayed in a more like you said morning period type thing mm-hmm. for females and then guys. It's a it's a manhood thing, like yeah. you soft. Yeah, but then you know, then you know, if your homegirl goes off and she gets her some new friends for her whole season because she ain't out of hers yet, right? Uh-huh. And I'm just joking. Not every female out there single is in their whole season. Like getting their feelings, but whatever they doing, right? They find somebody else to do it with. Yeah. Then it creates a level of separation in space. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and. It's a constant, you have to be constantly flexible in how you see your friend, how you get to know, like, you. it's a constant re-getting to know. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because as you move through life, like, being married is different than being married with kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then depending on the age of your kids, that's a different season. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When they're really small, like. They're, you're stuck to the house pretty much. When they're a little bit older and can be self-sufficient, you have a little more freedom. You get what I'm saying? So you have a little more free time. So I just, you know, if, if you want to be supportive to your friends who are couples, you know, it's the flexibility in mindset and understanding people's um Things are gonna change a lot. Like, there was a season where we couldn't go on vacation. Mm-hmm. We couldn't go nowhere. We couldn't do nothing. We was just every day at the house. Yeah, and we were not fun people. <laughs> <laughs> but that's gonna happen. You're gonna have the times where you just really can't. You can't do stuff in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's no longer in the moment. Everything is a planned out activity. But you have those people who who are around you who understand that mm-hmm. and who are, one, willing to adapt and two, willing to, willing to like, work with you. We're like, all right, cool. Like, we're going here. Yeah. If y'all going to make it, this is what time we're going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what time we're going to leave. So you have your window to come join us if you so choose. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So I just, you know, I was just thinking, you know, it's really important when you're in a relationship because I think about when we were together as boyfriend, girlfriend, and we were dating, right? Mm-hmm. We, I don't know what we were thinking, but we was raising other people's kids. 
we had the God babies all the time. We was like, like we had a whole baby mama together. Maybe that's why everybody's um in our council because we done raised all their damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're all part of our council by default. <laughs> We got obligation family. We got obligation friends. Yeah, they really don't like us. They're like, "Well, you did raise my child. I guess I need to." And my child do be acting right. (laughs) I mean, I guess she do be acting right. (laughs) (laughs) And they still get the threat. Oh, you want to go see TT? (laughs) You you want me to take your TT house? She's gonna be really upset with you. But no, seriously, like, um, yeah, I think about us as like right now. We we have a lot of um do we have we have a lot of single people around us? We do. Yeah, we have a lot of single people. I think we have people uh-huh. who pours into us as a couple. Who pour like no we really don't have anybody that pour into us because nobody everybody is single. Like we, what? We have um Everybody that's within reach that we interact with on like a daily, daily or weekly basis is all single. single. Okay, so if we needed counsel. If we needed a counsel, I mean the only people we could really go to that's a actual couple is um our pastor first lady. Yeah. Which they're a big influence on our marriage because they counseled us prior to us getting married. Yeah, and I think the married couple we do know we don't interact with them enough to, to sit down and have that uh, type of um vulnerable conversation. Type of yeah, you could probably pour your heart out, but I would sit there stoic with my mouth shut, <laughs> looking at you crazy, <laughs> like uh uh-uh, uh, this is uncomfortable for me because you've known them all your life, whereas I've known them as long as we've been married. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also important Like having friends that you all both met Yes During the course of your relationship yeah. It's not you know Sometimes you enter into a relationship And one person has all of these lifelong relationships And you might have lifelong relationships But y'all bring your mutual just like you bring your families, you bring your friends in mm-hmm. to y'all's little love fest, right? And they all are part of your group. And so, and that's a whole nother podcast, but if they don't work out with your significant other, then what? Oh, yeah. Then that's just, that's an issue. Yeah. We almost had that issue. But then everybody grew up. Everybody matured. People you know what I'm saying? Started stepping up to the plate because, you know, I I just personally believe that um, that it's inappropriate for my husband to have relationships with people that don't live a life that's consistent with where we're trying to go. Like, there's a couple of people we don't really fool with by default. We don't fool with people that don't take care of their kids. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a deadbeat daddy... You're going to have a hard time for me and Dan because we believe in the village approach, right? You can be struggling to take care of your kids, but just not taking care of your kids, mama or daddy, nah. We can't rock with you, especially if you ain't trying to fix it. 
Um, I can't support you. I can support your kids. <laughs> Tell me where they at, but I can't, <laughs> I can't help you. And then, um, you know, people that be encouraging us to do inappropriate stuff. What, uh, individually or? Like, if you had somebody in your world, like in your friendship circle, that whenever y'all go out, he's always encouraging you to get extremely drunk. And then, um, and even not uh, about, not even about the women. Like, I don't worry about. Kind of fade to the background, let you get extremely then just fade to the background and watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> and encourages the foolishness. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And even though it, I don't, maybe it's not an accurate picture for people to think I'm crazy, right? Like I'm your crazy wife or whatever. But if you that friend to my husband, you might see that side of me because that's not love right there. You wouldn't, you wouldn't help him oppose himself by doing stuff that's going to bring embarrassment, shame, you know what I'm saying? Financial consequences or marital consequences for mm-hmm. for him that's not you, that's not love. You don't you don't love him because it's not his desire to have a dysfunctional marriage or you know what I'm saying get stuck out there drunk driving. You know what I'm saying like nah. Yeah, the foolishness. That, yeah, that's not love. So you wouldn't be able to convince me that that person is your friend based off of the consequences that you receive when you're in their presence. Like they're supposed to you know protect you and safeguard you when you're in error. That's what friends do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you do. Have, I think it's all about. <laughs> I, I think you. Everybody knows their friends' maturity levels, mm-hmm. and you know when to when to hang out and associate with certain friends, right? But agree with what you're saying, though. Like, there's certain people who, at some point, you have to. You got to pull back from and yes. be like, yeah, nah, I, I can't hang out with person A because person A be on some foolishness. And right. But that person could end easily up getting myself take in trouble. That, yeah, but that person easily can take that as rejection and then it, it, it interferes with the friendship. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like the focus goes on the significant other. Oh, you know, ever since you got with him, you don't spend time with me. Like, he don't want you to hang out with me. He sees the danger in it. Yeah, but you know I what I'm saying, and and he sees that. Oh, when you go out with Keisha, Keisha is getting you drunk. She's putting you in situations like with dudes. You know what I'm saying? Because you're trying to take care of her, and she's over here wilding. Like that's not that's not friendship. But I think you've got to be the person has to be at that level to to tell uh to tell that friend. Like, oh, no, I can't rock with you because every time I rock with you, this, this, and this happens. Yeah, but everybody don't have that levels of, we talked about boundaries before. Everybody don't have those boundaries. You think about somebody, you've been friends with them since you was seven, eight years old. You've known them your whole life. They like a brother to you. Mm -hmm. And then you get married, and in your mind, it's like, oh, she's a wonderful addition to my life. Like, she's an addition, not a place where I'm going stuff gonna get taken so then you see your homeboy out here who's wild and still living the crazy life you know what I'm saying and it's like man I gotta put some distance between me and him but I don't know how to communicate that to him without him receiving it receiving like it rejection 
And a lot of people won't have that conversation. They'll just mm-hmm. keep coming out. They'll make excuses and they'll do all kinds of stuff. And when you make excuses and you don't say just straight up, look, I'm trying to be this person now. And what you got going on is not inconsistent yeah. with what I'm trying to do. That's the piece. If you say that, you're good. But a lot of folks, mind you, will say, <laughs> I got to do such and such with the wife. I got to do this. I got to do that. And, man, she be tripping. Then she becomes the focal point she of becomes, that resentment. She's, she's then viewed as the problem. Right. But I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I, maybe because I'm old. <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> Perhaps. But, you, but, you got, but just at a certain maturity level, you just got to be like, because I've, I've done that before. I've told people, like, man, I'm not messing with you. They're like, why not? Because whenever we hang out, it's did, always Did you do that when you were younger? So without putting his business in the street, I'm not his first wife. I'm his second wife. So when you were married the first time, was I were you that? mature enough to be able to say, yeah. or did you just go out there? Because I know when I met you, well, you met me. You met me when I was wilding. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> even then, I was on some like, like, yeah, I'm not messing with you. They're like, why not? Dude, I'm not going to club such and such with you because we're gonna end up getting drunk. Yeah, you're gonna be. We're gonna be in the corner someplace. Yeah, we're gonna follow somebody to Waffle House, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying, yep. to, do, I'm not trying yep. to do that. Yeah, I'm not trying to get down like that right Look now. Like, that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm chilling. Look at They're that. Like, man, just just come on. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna do that. We just the, gonna go the party. male whole playbook. <laughs> Y'all heard that right? Go to the club, go in the corner, fall into the Waffle House, and then you know what's what happens after you eat. <laughs> That's just what it. That's what it was. Like I'm not dealing but with yeah, you. But yeah, but you're an independent type of person who will set boundaries when you're uncomfortable. You don't like being uncomfortable, and you will speak up when you're uncomfortable. Yeah, However, everybody don't have that. No, nah, I'm not doing it. Some people have that get along, go along Definitely. to get along personality, and I see a lot of young people that I work with, for instance, that. They be wilding out, not even wanting to go. Don't I don't want to really go. I know I'm going to spend money I shouldn't spend. I'm trying to make these, you know, reach these goals privately. But I don't want to be clowned by my friends about what my goals are and what I want to do and the fact that I, maybe there's really a young lady I'm really feeling and I really want to settle down, have kids, and do all these other things. But... It's a support fact that people be like, I got to go support the homie. I got to go yeah. be with the homie. Yeah, I don't want to disappoint. Man, listen. But let me tell you something. If they was a real friend, you'd be able to tell them, this is where I'm at in life, this direction I want to go, and it means this. And if they're your real friend, they're going to still be there. They might still be wilding. Yeah, that's what, and that's what I was saying but earlier. they're not going to be offended when you tap out. That's what, And that's what I'm talking about. You got it's people who have to come to that come to that realization like they may still call you like yo i'm doing such and such you down mm-hmm. no all right then and move on from it mm-hmm. but that goes with a and i think a lot of times that's when you start to make those um set start pushing back and having those um set that distance mm-hmm. because you begin to realize this person is not mature enough to continue on my life journey and you have to pick at some point, if the person does not start to evolve or at least make space for you to evolve, at some point, you have to choose, okay, I am going left. This person is going right. 
Mm-hmm. And they won't they won't meet me halfway. They won't compromise. Yeah, exactly. That's I've you, got to I've got to save me. So that's when you got to just push that burden to the side. Like, some point you have to choose yourself and push forward. And and it is what it is. Yeah. But like you said, people will get in their feelings. People will be upset. It's just a matter of how how heavy does their being upset weigh on you? First, if you have unhealthy boundaries, it can be great. And I can tell you it's been plenty of people, I'm going to say men and women, who because they have unhealthy boundaries and don't know how to communicate properly, have ruined really good relationships and opportunities mm-hmm. because they were pursuing an unhealthy friendship. Yeah. I think that happens more. I mean, think about all the, anything think else. about all the people that get DUIs that we, you know, know of. Oftentimes they was out. They was in usually in some type of crosshair in their situation and yeah. they went out there and was partying and doing whatever. And the same people that they so-called went to show support for got them extremely drunk and watched them go walk across the parking lot, staggering, get in their car, (laughs) and go to jail. (laughs) Or worse. Yeah. And, um, yeah, a lot of times people just, and I don't even think it's intentional. I think it's 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 become become a habit, so you don't think anything about it. And you don't consider that that person is making a change. It's habit. That's what y'all. That's what you're used to seeing that person do. That's the type of life you're used to seeing them live. So when it happens, is it doesn't be like you know what they trying to do better. Let me go help them out. It's like oh, we back at it. You know why? <laughs> you said why? You know why? <laughs> why? Because a, a lot of times people be like, dang, look at Dan over there, settled down and stuff. You got that girl. The girl got that. Got a little money on him. She's kind of smart. <laughs> People be, oh, be setting he, it all up. He think he, oh, he too good now. Because when you start doing better and you elevate, yeah. when people have to look up to where you went, it helps them to realize how far down they are. And the contrast some people can't get past. Either jealousy creeps in, jealousy and resentment, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, and then either they're going to try to get up to your level by stepping their game up, focus on what they got going on, or they're going to resent you and try to, you know, shoot little shots to to bring you down. Yeah. You get I what can, I'm saying? And I can, that but that's happens what, a lot. That's what anything, but I don't think, I don't think in severe situations, I don't think people will intentionally <laughs> try to, Set you up for the okie doke. I think they made people. People are gonna throw little shots and tell you little stuff all the time. Make you do anything. I think jealousy and envy. Nobody can stand against it. I I think that when somebody is jealous of you, they want to see you fail so that they can prove to you that you're not better than they are because they're not there yet. I can see that, but they they do it everywhere. I watch people do it all the time. Yeah, but I, I think there's. I think there's levels to it. Uh-huh. I think there's definitely levels to to your jealousy and how how far you're going to push it, how far how far you're going to push the needle when it comes to jealousy cuz I think people can be jealous and do something simple like 
I'm going to get you, I'm just going to get you in trouble with your wife. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get you. I think you. sometimes it starts out like that and then the person goes too far. And it's like, <laughs> it was supposed to be a joke, dude. It was supposed to be a joke. Yeah, but I, I don't know. You know, I'm not one to be looking for the good in people. Yeah. But I just don't think people go, that I can't see somebody saying, Yo, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get them drunk and get them a DUI. No, I just no, don't no. Like I don't. I don't think it's like get them drunk, get them a DUI. But it's like now, I, I do I believe it's see them some flawed because it makes me feel makes me feel better. Better. Doing yeah, something. and then they yeah. don't think where the consequences could go. But then when the consequences show up, then it's, then like, it's like, oh man, oh man, I'm so uh, sorry that happened to I you. Was tripping. Like, I was no, okay. they ain't gonna say I'm tripping. They gonna say, man, I'm sorry you did that. Nah, I'm sorry th- you. It, it, nah, I'm I sorry think, you got that going on, bro. I think if it goes to a certain level, it's gonna be like, oh man, I was. They may not. They may not admit that to the person. Yeah. They may not say that to the person, like, oh man, I was tripping. But to themselves, they be like, man, I was tripping. I, I went. I went too far. <laughs> like it wasn't supposed to be this bad. Right. They may not say that to that to that person, but to themselves, they're gonna say that yeah. because they're gonna realize, like, I just wanted to get him. I just yeah. wanted to get him in trouble. He came home late. I didn't want yeah. to get him. I just thought it was going funny. I saw the dude's Adam Apple. I didn't. I thought he saw it too. <laughs> Talk about what time you drive? What, when'd you figure it out? He was like, hey, "What Instagram say?" And he'd be like, "Gotta see it through, my boy." <laughs> told his to whole, <laughs> told his whole life up. But for real. You know, it's, I just think it's important for people to have a support system, a diverse support system, not just for when there's an argument, but when there's pain, when they're, when you're going through something like at some point you're going to get older, you're going to turn into an old man. And as you transition into an old man, you're going to want somebody that's been down that path before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I finally go through menopause and. Things start to change and the world starts to change. I'm trying to figure out, like, am I still sexy? Like, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some emotional need support, support especially if I don't age well. Somebody help me. No, I think, yeah, you need to. This support group needs to be needs to be had at all levels. But I think, um, and it should change. I don't think it should be the same people that you came in the door with. It'll be nice if they're around too, but I think your support. Group has to change for it to properly support you through different phases in your life. Now, when you say change, you mean like dropping people off and picking people up? Yeah, that too. Mm. I, I I just don't believe. I mean, I think you can be cool with somebody your whole life, but the level of intimacy that you have with those individuals is going to change over time. There may be some one or two or three that. You know, consistently for the rest of your life, I hope you stay that close. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the people that you are going to gravitate to, sometimes you're going to meet them because of specific, of specific situations and things that you got in going life on. You're going through, yeah. And God sends you people to give you answers that He ain't gonna always send it through the same people. Yeah. He ain't going to just keep telling your best friend all the encouragement that you ever heard. Like, no, he wants you to see that there's a diversity in how he can reach you and teach you and mold you and shape you. And so I don't I don't think that just having the same people forever is going to be the answer to your 
you know, to couples. So it's okay. I think it's okay. And I think people need to hear that it's okay. It doesn't mean we're not friends. It means that I'm in a season of this. And so I'm gravitating. And I have a homegirl who, like, I can physically see her going through this season of, like, self-growth. Like, she's, her, her she got a whole glow up going on. Mm-hmm. But the people that she's been around are used to a certain level of dysfunction. You know what I'm saying? And because she is not operating in dysfunction anymore, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, almost like a mistrust. Like, oh, so you don't love us no more. Like, <laughs> you ain't, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think a lot of times it's people don't believe the change. They don't believe the um adjustment so they're looking like oh okay you you switching it up but you'll you'll be back mm-hmm. kind of like just just like when um and this, i hate to use this example but it's what it's kind of like uh when somebody's recovering from drugs mm. and their dealer sees them they're like oh oh you're oh, recovering you huh me now, uh you'll be back That's like okay. <laughs> over there flicking that baggie in your face <laughs> like you'll, you'll be back it's all right <laughs> so rude you go ahead and uh, act like that right now. You'll be back. And that's where a lot of a lot of times people act. When you start adjusting and changing your life, people are like, yeah, I, I see you. But um, yeah. I holler at you like a week or so. Like you'll, like, you'll be back on your BS and you'll be back in the, in our circle in a minute. And you have to just remove yourself from them circles. I'm like, glad you said addiction because, you know, there's a whole theoretical approach to addiction recovery. That is a family-centered approach because oftentimes when a person gets out of their addiction, whatever the addiction is, oftentimes there are certain family members who are not happy about the person's recovery because Mm -hmm. they, having been so dysfunctional, are the focal point for the family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they're seen as the good child or they're seen as the this, that, another. Mm-hmm. But when the person is in recovery, the family focus and the, the dynamics change. And those who either don't get as much attention or, you know what I'm saying, they're no longer the comparative. They now they want to know the what's up. For recovering. Yeah. Not even recognizing that's, how, that's why they're so irritated by them. Yeah. Like you've been a mess, and now they all of a sudden gloating on you like the prodigal son. No, that's not fair. They want their spot back. Yeah, I want my spot back, and if that means you got to be taken out over there, then I mean I don't want that for you, but I want my spot back. So. Yeah, yeah, that is a definite issue and definite situation that goes on. But I think that goes to well, that's just people being selfish. There's people wanting their way and not happy with the advances you're making. But people have to, people have to just continue to evolve. And what you said makes sense. Like you have to continue to add and move forward with people in your life and people around you that's either in your situation, have been in your situation, or are just aware of what you're going through and can explain it to you because you you're because you're inside the you're inside the house 
And they could look at them like, oh, yeah, that, that house is on fire. Like you inside, you don't realize it, but that house is on fire. And here's how you're going to escape this fire. Yeah, here's the evidence that you're on fire. Yeah. Look, <laughs> listen for the crackling sound. Take a moment. <laughs> Sniff the air. <laughs> smell the smoke. And it's like sometimes we don't see our own dysfunction and uh-huh. how we're the problem until somebody points it out. makes an astute observation. And yeah. it doesn't mean they have to have had the experience. But because they watch you, because they observe you, because they know you, because they mm-hmm. met you even, you don't have to always have this deeply rooted relationship uh, with somebody for them to give you good, solid feedback that will change your life. It could come from anywhere. So, you know, I really feel like people should remain open to um, new people, reintroduction to old people as long as it's healthy. As long as the relationship is healthy, as long as the introduction and the interaction is healthy, then welcome it because I don't think there's an, I don't think you can have enough support. You know what I'm saying? Because like we have some friends that watch our kids and some friends that would never watch our kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We've got some people that and you know do not devalue watching folks' kids. If you are someone who can watch other people's kids, and this is an area that I have to improve on. And they trust you with their kids. Be the person to take those kids on. Because people need a break. And they and it's already a kind of situation about feeling guilty. You know what I'm saying? For wanting to push your kids off on someone else. Because you need a break. But if you don't, you might not continue to function healthy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you start to falter, you can only be so good to your kids if you have you know what I'm saying? Present. So, mm. you know, if you want to support couples and they got kids, take them for the afternoon, take them for the evening, take them for an overnight. Let the parents get their freak on and do whatever else they're going to do <laughs> without having to worry about somebody knocking on that door going, Mama, like, I'm not speaking on behalf of the Jenkins household. Maybe I am. But if, if you do, because, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a commit to, I'm a commit to that. Now I can hear all my friends groaning and moaning in their souls, like, "Yep, she said it, on it, popping." <laughs> we'll be by there on Friday. <laughs> yeah, I think like the the most important thing is to have people that support every aspect of your relationship. Yeah, because like we said, some people are complete fools when it comes to. The relationship part of it, yeah. but they might be perfect for the for the babysitting for the kid watching part of it. They might be good at the financial part. They yeah. might be good at the and don't take sides. Uh, yeah, don't well. take sides in a relate in, in a when when there's a marital or a dispute. Don't take sides. Don't do it. I'm telling you right now because those people are gonna make up. And they ain't going to forget the fact that you called their wife ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. I told him, I knew that bald head fat, such and such and such, wasn't no good. I told her to leave him alone. I told you a long time ago when he did it the first yeah, time. I think I was. Snag a two. Like, and then when they that. kiss and make up, you done said all this stuff about that woman's husband. <laughs> <laughs> you, better, you better stop. Yeah. Take your mouth off that. Can't take sides. <laughs> But I, th- I think, yeah, you you can't take sides. Well, I say this: you can't you can't take 
that one person's side. You have to, if you're going to take a side, it has to be, has to be kind of neutral. It has to be kind of like, like, you know, you know, she's right. Or, you know, he's right. Like when you take a side, it has to be based in don't, don't some, take a side at all. when I say take a side, you have to, it has to be based in some type of, Something that makes sense. Oh, so tell the truth about the yeah, situation. It has, yeah, you have to make sense in the side you're taking. Emotionally attached about. Yeah, it has to make sense, it. and it has to be it has to be based on the situation that's going on right. when you take a side. It can't be take a side because I just want you benefit me more, so I want to be on your side because right. Right. <laughs> they don't benefit me as much as you right. do. And be careful because if you be careful who you go to advice for. Because you know deep down inside, don't go to the person that's just going to agree with you. I agree with you because just that's to be how you wind with you. up single. You run to your homeboy, the one that's jealous because he's still sitting over there looking like a fool, looking a mess, lonely. You know what I'm saying? Dissatisfied <laughs> with his life. And the minute you say, hey, you know, I'm disappointed or I'm upset with her about this, he's going to say, man, I told you she's just selfish. Da, 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 da. A woman wouldn't do this, 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 this. This is how she's supposed to act and this, that, and another. And... Or they just they already hating because they don't. I mean, they want you to be able to spend some time. Yeah, that's about to say. You're, you're being single benefits them. Yeah, I was just about to say. Or they're going to be on some. Be um... who you go <laughs> get that. Make sure they don't have an alternative uh, ulterior motive, right? Or they just going to be on some like what? That's what's going on. Man, let's go have some drinks. Yeah, let's go to the strip club. <laughs> let's go to the club. Get your mind off. <laughs> right. Right. Hey. <laughs> And that's what I mean when I say you gotta <laughs> you gotta know when and who to push away because it's people it's people who I wouldn't say they're my friends but like they're my associates be cool if I came up and was like man I'm mad as hell they're doing this they're doing that they're like what man, let's hit the club yep <laughs> let's hit the club man yep. And they leave you there drunk and text messaging me like, you okay? I heard you and Dan was fighting. <laughs> you okay? You know you can come lean on my shoulder whenever you want to. Yeah, but not even that. They just go <laughs> They just go take you out. Like, well, let's go out, man. You ain't gonna do it. Matter of fact, just tell just tell them you're going um, you gonna, to you gonna stay at my house. You know, you just come kick it with me. Now you got to be all out in the street hanging out, messing with you over a damn argument about a about a glass in the sink, yep. <laughs> but you didn't convince me, or you tried to convince me that it was just so horrible and so yep. foolish that I should that I need to go out for a night and just and just let you man, deserve, just relax. You, deserve you just need day, some man. stress. You stress, man. You stress. Let me get you some stress reliever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, stress. Let's reliever. go out here. Let's go ahead this club, man. Okay, you can dance. You can drink, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, sir. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Man, I couldn't even imagine somebody. Home. I couldn't even imagine somebody doing that with you, because I'd be their worst nightmare the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> Probably even that night. Nah, but you just gotta have the. Um, I think it's positive people you gotta have around you. It's yeah. people who are beneficial, or people who have your best interests at heart. Yeah, and not people who are just kind of like hangarounds. And vice versa, y'all. If y'all got a good support system for your for your if you're a couple and you have a good support system, you got family that 
loves you and supports you. You got friends that support what y'all do together. Like our friends support our podcast. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They support us. They support our kids. You know, um, be as good to your support group. Be better. Be a better version of yourselves for your support group and give back to them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I really feel like if you have a positive group of people together that you should be elevating each other in some shape, form, or fashion. And it ain't always we all get rich together. Sometimes it's, you know what I'm saying, you've come 360 in who you were five years ago. You've gone from a selfish person to a caring person, you know what I'm saying, who has a capacity for greatness and some other things because you are learning better or you're doing better. So shout out to people that are good support, members of a support system for each other. Single, couples, it don't matter. If you're single, you're going to be a couple at some point. At some point. Yeah. So make sure you support your single friends when they're a couple. Don't go in there acting like you know everything because you've been married or you've been together for three years and now you're an expert on <laughs> how relationships go and you go here trying way. to talk this, talk this person in or out of their relationship. That is not your goal. No. You've got to be there for support. I think Just be there for support. They mostly just want to be heard. They don't even want your advice. They just want you to hear what, what they their got frustration going is so that they can talk it out and process it. Yeah, I think that's sound advice. You got to be supportive both ways. You can't just continue to pull, 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 and and talk people ear off, and then when they're ready to talk, you like, oh well, you know, got to, you know, I got the kids, got to go home to the kids. You can't, yeah. you can't do that. You got to be able to support them the same way, if not more, than they're supporting you. Because a lot of times, especially if they're um, if they are single, they don't have that person. To constantly talk to and feed off of and confide in like you do when you get home. Yeah. So it's definitely good to support either support them even more and be willing to listen to them and give them the opportunity to get everything off their chest and get everything out their heart. Especially after especially if you know you're used to talking their ear off. And they never really say anything. Then at one time they're ready to talk. You just be like, man, I got to go. I ain't got time for this. Yeah, you got to make time. Yes. Shout, a shout out to my husband. Okay, shout out to you, babe. Because you <laughs> Why are, is that? <laughs> because and my, all my friends attest to this. Um, the reason I am able to be so available to them for the things that they have going on is because you step up and you give me the freedom to do so. Like... You don't lock me down or do guilt trips when I want to do something. like I, And I say this specifically to men, right? Um, allow your spouse some freedom away from the house doing adult things, <laughs> True. right? Because I'm going to tell you, it seemed like the more freedom my husband gave me, the more I wanted to be at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just a sense of appreciation that, I, you know, at some point when I've heard enough Coco Melon and I've been <laughs> asked enough questions, uh, like, to the point where I need a science book to answer them, I 
and I'm tapped out, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, my patience is thin, and he says, babe, go. Go walk Stone Mountain with your friends. Go, you know, why don't y'all go out to dinner and do this, that, and other. I got the kids, and he doesn't say it like, oh, like he's dreading it, but I'm going to spend time with the kids. I got this with confidence. It gives me the confidence to stay away from the house and not worry about what's going on with my kids yeah. while I'm gone. Like, he, they're in competent hands. I'm just a, I'm, I'm a huge, like, I really believe in having friendships. Like, I think friendships Separate are. friendships. Yeah, friendships are just highly important to your existence as a human being. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I just really believe in it. Like, my friends, like, we had, now, we don't talk all the time and we don't be around all the time. We might get in a group chat and, and we really be on some guy stuff. Yeah. Cause we'll get in a group chat. Today is, today is what, Tuesday? Mm-hmm. So we'll get in, get in a group chat Tuesday and we'll go back and forth for like an hour. And then the group chat will be silent for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody will say something random and then we in there for another hour. <laughs> But that that's that's our that's our friendship, that's our support. And you just need those friends that individually you probably just shoot a text and be like, Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, what you got going on? But like as far as like a crew, like it really be funny as hell. It is I think it's four of us in the group chat. So three of us will be having a full blown conversation, then two days later the the fourth one will reply and be like, Yeah, 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 that was funny. Dude, that conversation is over and done with. Like, and what are you doing? It's a clowning session. Yes. But so I really believe that you having friends and friendships and spending time. And if you're close enough and around and spend time, you need to give your spouse that chance to go spend that time with them because you just need that. You just need those friends. Even if y'all not doing anything special, the fact that y'all around each other, y'all just chit chatting or just sitting there watching TV together, you need that. Yeah. Need that friendship, man. Friendship is important. Friendship is the is what really teaches you in life about relationships. Yeah. And if you're not Absolutely. have if you don't have those friends, it's, it's I rough. Think, I think people who have learned to be good friends do better in marriages. Yes, most definitely. There's no way if you are a crappy friend all your life, you're going to step into a marriage. And then all of a sudden conquer marriage. Nope. I'm telling you right now. Marriage or relationships. Because our selfish friend yes. and, and our group, our selfish friend, he, he's not a relationship because he's selfish as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and we tell him all the time, like, you're a spoiled brat. You're selfish. <laughs> you're not going to be in a relationship. <laughs> he, he curses us out. He's going to know who you're talking about when he hears <laughs> but, but we love him. But we tell him all the time, like, you're selfish and spoiled, dude. That's that's why you can't be in a in a sustainable relationship. Over there, over there looking like an angry bird. <laughs> well, it's funny, like people. That that is just a, it's funny because that's a very true statement. If you if you're selfish as a friend or Do you're a spoiled friend, you're not going to. You're not winning. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You have an unrealistic expectation. <laughs> but I would tell you what you do for. Me allowing me to have those kind of relationships and and do the outreach that I do with my friends and my circle, like when we have any kind of need, we get it back in space. We do. Like 
People are willing to come anything, and do for us. Anything. People like, always offering to come do stuff. Yeah, anything. <laughs> they're willing to do pretty much any. Like, from I saw somebody the other day, like, I need you to come over and help me clean up my house because this is not working out. And they was like, okay, girl, I'll be over there after such and such. And I was like, you're so sweet. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, it's just, it's nice. So, thanks, babe. Shout out to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're doing an excellent it. job. I appreciate you. Mm-mm-mm. Well, folks, appreciate you all listening. We've had another show. I know we always we always say it's at the end of every show. We're gonna try to be more consistent and pop shows up, We're but trying, y'all. We are really it'd be a trying. struggle. But we doing better. We actually coming up with some concept. We actually got like five, six ideas ready to go. So we doing better. We are gonna try to uh, keep it consistent and put these shows out and um, entertain you all and inform you all and just have a good time with each other. Share our lives. Share our lives and our love. <laughs> Well, until next time, we will see you all later. Bye.